This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. waiting to tell you all day is I got a letter today at work from Fresno. <gasps> what? <laughs> yes. And immediately when I opened, when I like flipped over the thing and saw the return thing, I was like, oh, Fresno, California. And I like said it out loud and nobody responded at all because, you know, it means nothing to anyone else. But I just all day was like snapping around my letter from Fresno. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, and well, last time I was the, in Fresno, <laughs> I sent you a letter. Did you get it? No. Uh, For some reason, the darling. the box that I use for um, shredding at work has mm. a big label on it that says Louise. And I always wanted someone else to be able to say, like, just give it to Louise. Wow. Like, I wanted to do that so bad. And now we have <laughs> now a new person at work. Yeah. And we've been doing it. Like, I've been like, here, just put this in. Give this to Louise. She's like, ah, that's for Louise. <laughs> and I'm like, it's working. Uh, I'm, I'm very into the fact true. that you want to do, like, sitcom catchphrases at work. Like, this is, you're trying to make it happen. <laughs> and I... I really applaud the effort, I have to say. Oh, no, every time I put... Every time I put new printer in the paper, I open it. Printer in the paper. New paper in the printer. I open the paper like it's Christmas and someone gave me a present every time. <laughs> like, it's beeping and everyone's annoyed. And I'm like, oh, for me? <laughs> and put it in the printer and then it stops beeping and we go on with our day. I think we've talked about how we, oh, you know, great. if we won the lottery, like stupid amounts of money, mm-hmm. we would um, like just... Like we'd start a detective agency one week. Oh my god, yes. And just live like, you know, we're in a detective sitcom for a week. And then we get bored with it and we'd yeah. do something else. Yeah, we'd just do something god, else. That's yeah. great. I would actually take cases though. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah, really, totally do it. Really yeah. get into it. And then okay. like when the client like finds us like almost passed out at a bar, she's like, Well, what are you guys doing? We're like, ah, oh, we're we're hot on the trail outside of that. <laughs> we know this. We know this much. <laughs> yeah. We know this much. Whoever did it came from Fresno because Fresno. <laughs> now there Who is a lady detective. There's a lady detective here in Boise who touts herself on being um, like the Nancy Drew, like a real life Nancy Drew. She's a oh. private detective oh. and you can hire her. And Alicia and I wanted to hire her so badly just so we could give her like a bunch of clues to follow, to find us. And if she could find us, we would hire her. That was her, <laughs> our whole like hiring interview. <laughs> and we kept picturing what it. On earth? What is she going <laughs> to, she's oh, going to, She's Nancy Drew. She can't resist it. All she has to do is follow you for a day to know all your hiding places. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) She's like, oh, they're having pie at Sherry's. Okay, fine. Wow. Merits. 
They are mm, at merits. Late they're at merits, and I'll have I'll have a scone to go, please. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's not what we're here to talk about. Mm. No. Will the we're real Jack company. Tripper? Episode seventy-four. Yeah, there Season it is. Nineteen. Will the real Jack have- Tripper what? Ellipses. Listen, last week. Yep. Uh-oh. When asked, will the real Jack Tripper oh. what? Terrible. Larry has to pretend he's Jack when a bill collector comes to get a check. Stop it. I said Larry pretends he's Jack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But then get it's really a reward check, and we get a big check involved, obviously. Oh, there was a big check. And he can't get it because he doesn't have the right ID. What? There's so much detail. Yeah. What's yeah. going on here? That's it. What? That's it. Oh, okay. There was a big check. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Well, it's so you got a little bit. You got some right. Yeah, it boils down to Larry pretends to be Jack. There. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Really nailed that part. Yeah. That's lovely. Bravo. 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 Okay. <laughs> this episode. Starts off with a mm-hmm. scene that's not on oh my Pluto God. TV episode. No. Wait. Pause. Pause. I noticed that Matteo just smelled his wrist. Did you supply cologne? <laughs> <laughs> God. I forgot I was on camera for a second. You know what it is? I have perfume samples right near my desk. What was mm. it? And should I – do you want to really know? Yeah. It's, We're not um, doing anything else. A, what do you mean? From a, yeah. <laughs> from a company called Elysium Parfum. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Roja Parfums, R-O-J-A, Roja Parfums, and this particular scent is called Elysium uh, Eau de Parfum. Mm. Well, it right. sounds like it's, it's got a, a lot of vetiver. It's lovely. It's, it's powdery. It's floral. And yet masculine. I have uh, there's yeah. there's cedar and some oak moss. Oh, undertones. All right. Mm. All right. Yeah. Sounds, okay. Sounds like it smells now, amazing. Imagine you're smelling that, <laughs> and we open. We open with a scene not on the Pluto TV. Not version. on the Pluto TV. The Pluto oh, what, TV what version opens right at. It opens in the next scene. The next scene. Okay. So, right. This. Uh, the the real episode, the original episode, opens in the kids' apartment, and Janet has moved uh, the the plant the, the shelf. wicker can oh like yeah. wicker plant shelf, uh, and she is uh, scrubbing the window. She's got a bucket on the floor, and she's scrubbing the window. And uh, Chrissy comes out. And- Chrissy is defrosting the fridge with hot rollers. That's what Chrissy's doing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With uh, Janet's hot rollers. Yes. Uh, so then she's uh, she, she says, I haven't washed it forever. She's like, and now she can't get it open. It's broken. The window, yeah. Yeah, and she says, tell Mr. Roper to fix it. And she says, she said, why don't you call Mr. Roper? And she says, I've already called him every name in the book. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> Yeah, then Chrissy put Janet's rollers in the fridge, and and she's going into the kitchen, and she's telling her this, and Janet's like, but Chrissy, 
and she steps in the bucket, yeah. spilling the water all over the carpet. The, the wash water. The wash water. And then Chrissy comes back, and the phone's ringing, mm-hmm. and Chrissy, uh, you know, they have a little <laughs> misunderstanding. They're panicking, and Janet's like, yeah. Janet's like, the carpet, it's ringing at one right. point, and that's hilarious. <laughs> she says, no, it's, no, the, it's phone. the phone. <laughs> and she gets the phone, and it's our one one of our Paddykins. Right. Um, it's uh, Sandra? Is it Sandra? Oh my God! What's her, What's name? her name? I don't. Yes, Sandra Boyd. Sandra Boyd is on the phone looking for Jack Tripper, and Chrissy tells Sandra Boyd that Jack is at Larry's house and gives him or gives her the phone number. Yeah. Okay. Um, at Larry. Wait, wait, wait. Specifies he's visiting a friend upstairs. Right. Okay. Just to just to put that right. in, in your mind. Exactly. That Larry now lives upstairs. Larry lives upstairs. He did not before. <clears throat> and they're not. And everyone's being very n- not specific. Yeah. Uh, this is the only time she says her name to them. Yeah. But they don't remember that because when they meet her later, she doesn't put it together anyway. Right, right, she's right, not right. going to remember her name. So mm. now the Pluto TV one opens at Larry's apartment. Larry's apartment, which looks exactly like my brother's bedroom in like 1985. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Like the way you guys up against the wall posters, the whole thing. The barbell. Yeah. In the background. Yeah. That's hilarious because you can tell Larry never uses that. No. No. He's just got it it's there. It's just a fashion case. pad. And it's, it, look it, like looks exactly. like, it looks like an efficiency because he's got his dresser. Mm-hmm. Out there in the main room, and he's got clothes hanging up. Yeah. So it must be like a studio or efficiency apartment. Yeah, it mm. seems like that's the center of all the action. Yeah, right it's right there, there at that yeah. little love seat. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So Larry's regaling Jack with details of all his <sighs> how he's so gross. sexual conquests, uh, and he's talking about this girl Betty. He's gonna. He's, he's talking about breaking it off with her. Yeah. Was saying. And uh, he tells him that the measurements are this and that. And uh, she's got a great figure. Because the only thing, only trouble is her mouth. Because uh, it keeps saying no. Boo. Right. Boo to that joke, I say. <laughs> I said, at least he's respecting her no. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as we know. Yeah, fine. But, but he could just maybe not even acknowledge that. Well, he's a sleaze bag, honey. He is a sleaze bag. Sleaze ball. Give a sleaze ball, sleaze bag. Both. Sleaze, what do you like? Give a sleaze a break. <laughs> At least he's not breathing like Jack, like Wervert. Oh, Wervert Peaselton? Wervert Peaselton. Yeah, Wervert Peaselton. <laughs> he's not Wervert Peaselton about. Okay. Oh. That guy's awful. Yeah, Werbert. Gotta hate Werbert. There it is. Okay. Um, okay. So he right. tells he tells Jack oh. that he doesn't ever tell a girl the real name, his real name. Right. He also establishes right then that he he told Betty that you know he sent her off with a uh, his mother's wedding ring. Larry is, has shown him that he keeps a bunch of these phony baloney. Uh, mother's wedding rings right. that he gives to all the girls. Yeah, right. He tells them a fake name and gives them a fake ring. Yeah, and he says he's, yeah, always use aliases. Yeah. And he says, and some of his, that he mentions is Engelbert. 
Engelbert, right? Engelbert. And, and uh, it says, he also mentions Paul Redford and Robert Newman. Yeah. You know, but more like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like Hitch for Jack in this scene. And how like, old Like he's giving him like Larry, advice, yeah. you know? How old is Larry supposed to be? Because Jack's supposed to be like, what? Like in his early 20s, Early right? 20s. I would say. And Larry's like graying at the temples. Yeah, he's probably he's yeah, probably 18, Larry's 19. <laughs> shut up. Come on. Well, how That's old how old people be? looked back then. No, he's probably he's gotta be like 30. Richard Klein was born in 44. So yeah, he was 35. 34, yeah, so 35. I'd say he's supposed to be playing like early 30s. As like he's the like <sighs> The worldly, yeah. like, bachelor who mm-hmm. Jack's learning from. Right. Do you think? Seems Probably. Crazy. I can't remember how old John Ritter is. Um, how, when, when was, was he, he born? born? How old's John? How old's, how old's he? John Ritter was born in... Man, nineteen forty-eight. So he's only two years younger. Oh, but he's playing. He's there's supposed is that right? to be forty-six. Like, is that what you said? Yeah. Years? Yeah. Okay. No, forty-four. Forty-four. 44. So, so 40. four years. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, that makes sense know. because like, John Ritter does not look like he's in his early twenties on Three's Company. <laughs> no. Nobody, <laughs> no. Like you said, nobody looks like. like they're supposed to look on uh, TV in the 80s and 70s. Yeah. yeah. Everybody looks old. Everybody looks old. Yeah. I mean, and not just people on TV and movies. No, people in real people life. People in real life look yeah, a lot older. Yeah, you look at like a high school yearbook yeah. from oh, 1980, yeah. and yeah. those people are like in their 30s for yeah. sure. <laughs> it's just how people looked. What is that about? Was it like hormones? And I think it was also, I think it was hormones because we were all drinking cow's milk then. Gallons and gallons of cow's milk. Yeah, people are smaller now. I think that's it. Because, you know, yeah, we were drinking something meant to sustain a 2,000 pound animal. Well, yeah, but I mean, people are smaller now. We were bulking up. I think so, don't you? This is a, my scientific no, observation. No, you're just an adult now. People seem, people seem no. I think like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like when, when you when you <laughs> they do. Everyone's <laughs> tiny. This sounds very not scientific to me. I will say. Are you uh, questioning my methodology? Is, yeah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think you're just a you're just Honestly, a big Honestly, I think it's because the quality of our skincare has gotten better oh. over the years. I think a lot more people are also paying more attention to how much sugar they're consuming. And plus, I'm going to say the biggest difference is that we don't drink as much as they did back in those days. Or smoke. You don't think so? Smoking. Smoking is another one that really contributed. I think between, And everyone was around smoke you know, all the time. That's true. I think between refined white flour and, you know, more uh, uh, diets made of processed foods, less alcohol, less smoke, um, actually maybe even a better, cleaner environment, although, you know, in, in, in terms of like being more conscious of like the kinds of cleaning products we use in our home. I think a lot of things have contributed to people looking younger. Um, and then I also think people are actually exercising more overall and I don't buy any of this. None of it. 
Everyone, maybe Maybe not everyone. about. Mario, have okay. you heard of slugging? I have not. This sounds slug? disgusting. <laughs> it's this skincare thing that's all the rage right now. Are you putting slugs on yourself? Oh, okay. No, you're, you, you, you cleanse your face like normal, and then you moisturize okay. like normal, and then you let that soak okay. in for like 10 or 15 minutes so that it's like really in your skin and it's not like damp anymore. And then you put a very oh. thin layer of a um, occlusive moisturizer, a moisturizer that doesn't soak into your skin, that just creates a layer like like Vaseline or oh. Eucerin or Lanolin. And you put that uh-huh. layer over your moisturizer and then you go to sleep like that. And then you wake up the next day and wash it all off. And it's supposed to like make your moisturizer set into your skin and you just do it uh-huh. once a week. And apparently people have been doing this forever. And now it's all the rage. I, I've never heard of this. I just learned about it. And I, I've, been doing it. It. I've, been, I've been doing uh, it. I've been doing it. I look terrible. Don't judge and? me now. But I'm definitely more <laughs> moisturized. <laughs> like I don't have any dry patches yeah. or anything. So, I mean, there you go. Yeah, okay. right. Maybe you should try it, Tucker. How long have you been doing this? I've done it maybe I three times. Handle things on me. That's true. It's awful. Tucker can't even put lotion on his hand. I hate it. <laughs> he I'm wants to be dry like a lizard. I do. Listen to oh, his hand. Okay. You can what? hear him. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. What the hell okay. Are we talking? We're oh. talking about the phone ringing. Okay, Jack so and Larry are ringing. talking, and the phone ring. It's Sandra Boy. Sandra Boy, and because she had the number from the girls downstairs, she asked for Jack Tripper. Yep. Larry's like, "Oh yeah," and then he's like, "Wait a minute." Who's and calling? he presses for some details. Mm-hmm. She says, "Uh, that he's is this where she says he's a dentist or something?" Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but he also like uh, slips and says that he's a pilot. So then he has to be a pilot that just does dentistry and on the side for a hobby. But it turns out he's obviously been using Jack's name with this right with so, Sandra Boyd, and he's like, "Yeah, that's me, Jack yeah. Tripper, right here, baby." But he doesn't say Jack Tripper. No, he doesn't. Because Jack's sitting Jack right next to him, know. and Jack doesn't know. Oh, my God. Okay, so then and then he hangs. Up. She's like, she she's, got she's, she's got something to say. She's got something to tell him. She's coming over. She's coming over. He hangs up on her. And hurries Jack out to go to a basketball game. Let's go to the Lakers okay. game. And he's like, it's hours away. doesn't start for hours. And he says, neither does the car I'm driving. Was it that cheap to do things like go to Lakers games back then? These guys don't have any money. Um, I mean, much cheaper than it is now. Yeah. That's for sure. Interesting. Do you think people were just like catching the I Lakers mean, game? I mean, if you take this into consideration, I mean, the Lakers became, I mean, they already had Kareem and Jabbar, I guess. Yeah. But, so, but then they, you know, in the 80s became and then so Fletch huge. Right? Was, was a huge Fletch fan. was huge. Um, <laughs> but like when my dad took me to that Seahawks game in 1983, mm-hmm. we just walked onto the field. 
Oh. You know, it was like real, real loosey-goosey in this pro sports arena. Dad didn't have any money. I mean, so we got we got to go to games. People just walked into you know? the Super Bowl, I guess, back in the day. So. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's wild to think about. People would just go get tickets. Like, well, I'm just going to head down to the Super Bowl, and I'll pick up some tickets and head on in. Yeah. Just get them at the box. I guess, yeah. yeah. It was just different population back in the day. Yeah. Well, do you guys want to know about uh, our first Paddykins of the week? Yes. yes. Sandra Boyd. Sandra Boyd, the illustrious. Played by actress Susan Blue. Blue? Uh, last name is B-O-U. Yeah, B-O-U. Oh, okay. And uh, she's most known for uh, the tra- Transformers the movie that came out in 1986. Oh. And she also was a voice for one of the characters on a show called The Tick. Starring oh, The Tick, Patrick yeah. Blue Burton. Yeah, in 1984. And she was also one of the members of the original Gem, Gem of the Holograms, oh, wow. from 1985. Who was she? Now, Susan Blue ends up <clears throat> she was a character called Stormer. Yes. Wow. Stormer. Stormer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, what's so interesting is that she goes on to have quite an extensive uh, career as a voiceover actress on tons and tons of cartoons, including the Transformers, Gem, My Little Pony, GI Joe, Ghostbusters, Galaxy High oh. School. Uh, yeah, Yogi's Treasure Hunt, Scooby Doo, and the Ghoul School. You know, any Smurfs? Tiny Toons Adventures, the New Kids on the Block TV series, Yay! cartoon thing. <laughs> uh, she was in Madeline. She was on the Magic School Bus. So oh my many. Gosh. Curious George. Just so many as an actress, but she's actually most known for being a. Uh, dialogue or a voiceover director oh. and uh started going by the name of sue blue well wouldn't you yeah i think so oh well, way to go. go sue blue sandra boy like her yeah she's cool was this her first role <laughs> uh it was not her first role uh her first role is now I have to go back to her acting credits versus her voice director credits, which are very extensive. <laughs> the first role was on the series Kojak, oh, where she played a character called Lover Girl. Lover Girl. I was just Lover Girl on yeah, Kojak. And then she was on the Waltons, and then she gets on Three's Company. Yeah, there's right. such a rotation that all these people are on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay so crazy. let's go to the Roper's apartment. Stanley, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, they run out yeah, to the Lakers to the game. game. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> Stanley is trying to get this bird that they have a bird suddenly. Yeah, someone gave him park. a bird. He's trying to get it to say Stanley. A parakeet, which yeah, anybody parakeet. who's ever owned a parakeet knows they don't talk. They can't mimic voices. Oh. It's just a flappy little bird. Okay. So I was yeah, like, yeah. what is he doing? So he's screaming at it to say Stanley. And Helen's like, you know, when are you going to fix the kid's window? And oh, she's yeah. playing solitary yeah. at the at the table. And then they have their typical back and forth. She uh, insults his manhood. He insults yeah. her, in, you know, everywhere. Whatever. Yeah. Mugs Whatever. to the camera. Oh, yeah. He's... That's when we yes. come back to him, I think. But, oh. but there's definitely, I, I definitely took note of that when it happened. Um, so, um, 
he tells Mrs. Roper that she's missing cards in her in her deck. Literally. She's like actually missing <laughs> cards. Four cards. So stupid. But still. Is that something that like everybody did like back in the day? Did everyone just play solitaire? Because my grandpa played solitaire all the time. Oh yeah. I mean, think about it. What else were you yeah. going to do besides read if you didn't want to watch television? That's and mind true. you, there was four stations on television. Oh, my God. Four. And no VCRs. At the There's time. no games to be played by yourself. It's solitaire. Yeah. It's uh, solitaire. Oh, my God. I mean, I learned to play really solitaire at my great-grandparents' house. Days. Yeah, that's where they're, that's where they're I guess it really forced people to interact. And that's the part that I really miss, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I don't. You don't think we should have one of those, like, put your phones <laughs> in the basket when you come in the door kind of situations? No. Mm. I mean, maybe I should do that at my next dinner party. Just be like that lady. Yeah, everyone phones checked with me. Right. Guys. We're putting your phones away. <laughs> That'd be weird. Guys, I'm going to need you to check your phone. Who do you want me to look for? So gross. Check your phones. Check your phones. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, I couldn't. I forget. Be, I couldn't I okay, so they out. have some exchange and they insult okay. each other, and then he goes upstairs to fix the window. That's basically the gist of it, right? There's okay. no real plot right. points here. Right. So no, I don't think I don't I don't actually know if he goes up to fix it. Yet. But anyway, Chrissy and Janet are drying the carpet, trying to with a hair dryer. Yeah, where they the spilled the wash water. Yeah, and uh, this uh, which is the first rings. you see of this if you're watching the Pluto version, right? You so don't you're know like, what's what the happening. hell's going on? Why are they hair drying the and carpet? And why is the shelf over there? Yeah, <sighs> that was my question because I did not see that opening scene, and I'm like, I guess they spilled something at a certain point, right? Yeah. So at some point, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> Oh, so then Sandra they get a ding dong. Sandra Boyd rings the doorbell. They get a ding dong. <laughs> they get a ding dong. <laughs> they open it. She's like, "Is Jack here?" And they're like, "No, he's she's not so here. cheerful. She's so cheerful." And then she's like, "You know." Uh, then she bursts into tears, of course, and uh, comes in. She, Obviously, she thinks she's pregnant. Yeah, she doesn't tell them her name. But yeah. she does tell them that she thinks she's pregnant, which I think is a big overstep, mm-hmm. personally. Right. She doesn't even really she establish who these people are. Who these ladies are. No. <laughs> I think it's weird. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Also, and she thinks she's she pregnant. She thinks she's pregnant. She says it's been six weeks and she got sick yesterday. Mm-hmm. So she she's thinks. pretty. She's pretty. She's pretty sure. And. Um, then so she, she said came to see Jack. She came to see Jack and because he Jack hasn't been returning her calls. Quote unquote. Jack. Right. Jack. Yeah. Larry. Jack. Parentheses Larry. And that he hasn't been returning her calls. She she understands because he said he, he's got a lot of cavities to fill. Oh. And Ba-doom. yeah. You know, there's a lot of those in this. Yeah. Um, in this episode. Get big laughs. Big laughs. Big laughs. Everyone. Crowd loves it. They love the the sexual innuendos. The innuendos. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so then she, she leaves and runs out and don't even tell him I was here. 
and don't tell him why I was here. Don't tell him I was here. Yeah. It's ridiculous. She leaves, and Jenna's like, "What's your name?" And she just keeps going. And Chrissy says, "Isn't that typical? Getting a girl pregnant? Just, only a man would do something like that." <gasps> Big laugh. Huge laugh. The place goes wild. Goes crazy. Huge laugh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my god! And then uh, is there a commercial break? There? No, we dissolve till later. Oh, and Jack arrives home. Oh, dissolve! Yeah, it was a dissolve. One of I think two in this episode. Oh, and uh, oh, pardon me. Did you <laughs> Are you just okay? Drop a filing cabinet or something. <laughs> Something's going on back there with Philip. I think he's in the middle of making dinner, and it's uh, evidently a very, <laughs> yeah, very sort of. Involved situation back there. <laughs> uh, so okay, okay. Jack arrives home. He's all cheerful. The girls are like giving him the cold shoulder. Yeah, they're, really they're totally to cold shoulder. And then they finally are like, "Boy, you have a lot of nerve, or whatever." Yeah. And they go after him, and they're like, they just say, "Your girlfriend." Yeah, your girlfriend stopped by this stopped afternoon. By. He, and assumes, he assumes it's Linda, right? His yeah. girlfriend, Linda. Right, and. Uh, Who's actually his girlfriend, Linda, yeah. not Sandra. Not Sandra right. Boyd. And when when they tell him that she's pregnant, he, he like falls down. He misses somehow. the couch. He misses the couch, falls mm-hmm. down, and she says – That's one of his signature falls, by the way. That yeah. Yeah. he does. Yeah. Yeah. Little head shake yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where he spreads his arms. And she says – be careful. And he says, I thought I was. Oh, Another big reaction huge from the crowd. Laugh. I love it. Oh, my God. Love it. Misunderstandings. I have to say, this episode really brought home the misunderstanding of, of uh, what is now Classic Three's company. I feel yeah. like yeah. Larry here and these level, this level of misunderstanding, it's, it's getting maybe we've arrived at the quintessential threes company episode at long last. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's the, the problem is it's also kind of boring. It yeah. is. I, I mean, but well. also, you know, in the way the threes company is, but it, because it has layers of misunderstandings, like yeah. there's multiple layers of them this time. It really does feel like, you, you know, what makes yeah. it, you know, it's, it's not boring. I think it's exhausting because mm. if everyone would sit down and have a 30 second conversation, none of right. this would be an right. issue. Right. That's, that's what makes if it so If any two exciting. people every would sit thing. down and every, have a 20 second every conversation, episode. like you could pick yeah. any two. It could be Chrissy yeah. and Larry. It could be Jack and Janet. Yeah. It could this be Sandra does, and Janet. Who cares? This episode does do something kind of refreshing in that at one point when Half the parties figure out what's going on. Yeah. The next scene, we just jump in and everyone's been filled in. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. So I like that. Nice. Yeah. Agreed. Tap dancing Agreed. around it again, you know? Um, okay. okay. Yeah. So so then we go to... What happens when he falls off the couch? He falls off the couch. They make that joke. Big reaction. We go to the Regal Beagle. Okay, right. Jack and Linda. At the Regal Beagle. So we got another... Paddockins, Linda, or, uh, yeah, Linda. Linda, his girlfriend, Linda. Oh, and isn't now Linda very nearly squeaked by me 
without recognizing television royalty when I see it. And I'm usually very good at this. Linda is played by Anne Shadeen, who is best known for playing Kate Tanner, the mom on ALF. Oh! Oh I didn't recognize her. Can you imagine? Yeah, that makes sense now. She looks so different. She looks so different. I see it. (laughs) Totally. Oh, wow. Oh, jeez. That's great. Yeah. She was born in Portland, Oregon in 1949, known for Alfie Course, which was also in Simon & Simon. (laughs) An organer! (laughs) In uh, 2001, she was a detective uh, on Judge and Amy, and she had uh, several episodes that she was in. So quite a long career for Miss Anne Shadeen. Oh, Anne. You know what I liked about Anne? I liked that she was... Like of all the girls and all the Padikins and all the people that Jack like seems like he would be into, mm-hmm. she's not one of these like, oh, Jack. Like she's not one of those girls. Yeah. She's like yeah. eating the chips and being like, I'd really like a pickled cucumber with this. Yeah. No, she, <laughs> she says, said pickled cucumber, which she I love. Said, <laughs> she said, I could really dig a pickled cucumber with these chips. I'm going to say that chips. from now on I whenever really there's chips. It. Yeah. I can really oh, dig a pickled cucumber totally with these chips. I think she is the most self-aware female character we've ever seen on Three's Company. I <laughs> yeah. love her. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, Linda, for sure. Where you go, Linda? Okay, so I Linda. Think she would actually make a great. I, in fact, you know what? I would love to have seen her and Jack have more of a relationship situation. Yeah. And in fact, no mean to give anything away, but she does come back as oh, good. Oh. in future episodes. Oh, okay, awesome. great. Yeah, so, okay, that's great. So get ready. Good <laughs> All right, to know. Good. Good you have to not know. seen the last of Linda. So they have a conversation that, again, if they would just talk directly, would be over in yeah, 10 seconds. But he's like asking questions without explicitly mentioning that she might be pregnant. Right. He's just dancing around the whole thing. Just trying to figure out if he's the only one she's been with. Right. And so he finally, it culminates with him asking her to marry him. Because it's the honorable thing. She accepts. She accepts because she doesn't know. She thinks, Oh, I've just, I guess we're getting married. Right. And then she goes to hug him and she spills the salt. So she tosses some over her shoulder and he picks up the shaker and hits himself in the forehead. with it. Mm. Which I mm. insist was a pure Hoban move. Hoban. Hoban was like, I want to get something in here. I just want to get something Guys, in Guys, it's here. a little dry. It's a there. little dry. Let's get let's get some physical comedy. <laughs> hey hey Ross, co-director Ross this time. By the way, this oh, yeah. is a Hoban Ross. Hoban Ross joint. He was like, hey, Ross, get out. Give him something physical to do. Yeah. This was a Hoban Ross joint? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do they bring Ross in? What because does he do? He, he <laughs> this is not a physical comedy episode. Yeah, he handles the chase at the end. We'll get to it. Okay. So <laughs> I, love that, I love that we just assign him with this physical comedy. I don't know. The chase. Just that that a solid 27 seconds. I was in shock. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Um, okay, so they're okay. getting married. She accepts. Yeah, and we go to commercial. Oh my God, that's where we go to commercial? That's where we go to commercial. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Whew. It's time for commercial. I got to take a breather because it's so much misunderstanding. It's a that. lot going on. It's a on. lot happening. It's a lot. It's a lot. 
It's a lot. Oh my God. <gasps> okay. I just thought of something. Do you remember freshen up? It was like no. a toothpaste. It was a red <sighs> gel toothpaste. Oh yeah. And it was like, Oh yeah. Not freshen up close up. Close up, yeah. Close, Close up. up, yeah. Close and I remember up. that my my like best friend's parents always had it, and mm. I wanted to have it, but it was super eighties. Like the commercials yeah. were super eighties, and it was that red gel. Yeah. Never again has there ever it, been a red gel toothpaste. They also had a green gel version of Close Up. Did oh. they? Yeah, it was spirit. Oh, spirit. Cool do you guys do you guys remember Aquafresh? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh Aquafresh. yeah! Yeah! Aquafresh! Yeah! Aquafresh! I, I still don't understand the <laughs> physics of how they were able to get the tube. No matter when it came out of that tube, it was perfectly I know. divided into those color stripes. But it didn't taste very good. Like you'd think it had a good flavor because it was so beautiful. It's it tasted like works. Irish Spring. Yeah, it Ugh. wasn't good. Ooh, Irish Spring, oh. that's a smell that'll take you right back. Yeah, but you don't <laughs> like, want to that smells like right a, back. No, no. That smells like a like a high school shower to me. Uh, Irish Spring. Wow. Yes, I, Irish Spring yeah. does smell like a high school shower. So gross. Hmm. <laughs> so gross. I don't know. I avoided high school showers. Yeah, we time. didn't. Ours was more like a dungeon. We didn't actually have to take showers, so it was just like a weird, like old, archaic part of the yeah. locker room that no one went in. Yeah, so by the time scary. we got into school weird. in the eighties, they had stopped really making anybody take showers. Yeah, oh, we had them. I just you know, did they make you do school? Them? But did they make um, you do them at school? Yeah, only organized oh, sports teams. It happened you a couple showers times. at our schools. Yeah, I don't even think that and happened there was at our that schools. Oh. Yeah, it ha- I mean, I did it a couple times. It was more middle school that I had to do it. But wow. Because I, you know, I didn't go to it school. Just, it just <laughs> seems so weird, though, to me. It just seems like such a bizarre thing for a school to ask children to do. Yeah, it's weird. It blows my mind that it was ever a thing. Yeah. Everyone, it, are you take your it's clothes not a off thing and anymore? shower. Does that not happen anymore? No, no one does that anymore. Oh, that's great. That I know of. That's amazing. God, these kids don't know how good they got it. <laughs> <laughs> Did no. your school, you know, our school had a paddle. You know, our principal elementary was. Elementary school had a paddle. Elementary yeah. school, yeah. They were allowed to spank what the you. What do you mean a paddle? To spank you. To spank you. The principal it. could spank you. Yeah, in my elementary school, they had like the paddle. official paddle. Yeah. I grew up in California, guys. So uh, yeah, that's we true. were <laughs> you were a little ahead of us. Yeah, we grew up in tiny towns. Yeah, we grew up in small towns where people beat their children freely. Yeah, you <laughs> could probably you could probably hand. beat someone else's child if you wanted. That's how. Probably, that's yeah. how much. Back then, yeah. sure. Takes a village. Takes a village. <laughs> takes a village <laughs> to, to beat a village child. To you know? beat this child, it really does. I yeah, I did get. Um, smacked on the hands when I used to try to reuse my left hand to write by nuns, and uh, so oh I, my God. I switched to using my right. Yeah, you know, that's about as bad as it got. But nuns, oh. nuns are scary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know especially any personally, big, so maybe they're fine. Well, they can be scary, let me tell you. Especially big butch nuns who opted for the church life instead of being expressed as oh. big butch lesbians. Yeah. Oh, those oh. are some scary nuns. Yeah. Wow. Sister Alice. 
Boy, I'll never forget her. Sister Alice. That lady. What a sweetheart. Okay. Okay. Are we back? We're back. I don't know. We don't have to be back. But I can sit back and relax again. I'm I'm fine. I thought this commercial break was was very productive. Oh, okay. I thought. Okay. I thought we got. I thought we talked. Yeah, (laughs) we've all expressed some feelings. Okay. Uh, All right. So Janet's doing a crossword uh on the couch. Now there might be bits of this that weren't in Pluto TV because we watched both, but I couldn't quite remember. There was stuff where I was just like, I don't remember that. There were bits here that were yeah. Uh, She's doing a crossword. She asks, you know, what's a four letter, letter word for pain? And Chrissy says, pain. Yeah. And then so Janet stupid. almost writes it. And then Janet's like, wah, wah. Jack and Linda <laughs> arrive. Yeah, then Jack and Linda come in. And announce their engagement. And they think And they look, and they're like, that's not his girlfriend. Yeah, they're like, what are you doing, you asshole? So Chrissy's like, you rotten rat. <laughs> you pig, and Janet he says, says. he says, why, why did she call me a rotten rat? She says, because you're a pig. Yeah. It's awful. And Jack goes after Chrissy. Storms off to the kitchen. Yeah, she's had it. And so Chrissy, who is dressed like she's selling Girl Scout cookies, in this whole episode, like she looks like she's headed off to camp. Right. She's got khaki shorts with like little tie-up side things, and then one of those shirts with the like the shoulder things, like baby shirts. Mm -hmm. Seems like pretty signature look. She's just dressed like a little girl. Yeah, it's pretty much her. I mean, her whole stick. Is that? Yeah, she's very so, infantilized. And you know what's scary? Here's what's scary. Just this week, Tennessee. God bless you guys in Tennessee for passing a law, which completely makes it okay to marry anybody of any age. What really? Yeah. Well, didn't they stop it? Oh, did they somehow? I thought someone oh put a stop to it. Anyhow. This Once is a we'll look into that, but, yeah. but just the fact that they because <laughs> like, I kept seeing this, it was like Republicans oh have God. to change, change, change uh, direction when they almost was it was it Republicans bill. who did that? That doesn't sound that like doesn't seem like they would do that. Come on, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was in the you bigger picture. They were trying to be all uh, like uh, you know because they're all like. Um, satanic panic pedophile crazy right now and uh, i think it has something to do with that and one of the weird things about the way it was worded is it would make all of that legal i think that's the situation but i'm not sure Exactly. Okay. All right. We're, we're not a political show. Never mind. We're not matter. a political show. It's it, not a political show. We don't need politics here. Go down that Who road, cares yeah. what children are marrying in Tennessee? All right. Who cares? Okay. Yeah, Chrissy. Jack and Chrissy are in the kitchen. Just Jack yeah. goes after her. Yeah, into the kitchen. And uh, and then here he finds out that there's actually another girl because Chrissy's like, oh, you got her pregnant too? Oh, Chrissy. And he's like, what do you mean? So he finds out there's another girl involved. Yeah. <sighs> Back to Larry's. Now, Larry's. Now, Jack is explaining to Larry, who's fixed himself a nice cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> everything that's going on yes. so far. And Larry kind of fesses up to the whole thing. Yeah, well, Larry's not even picking up on what's happening yet until no, right until he describes her a little bit 
uh-huh. and says that uh, I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember exactly what he says that like makes him. Or it's like, oh, he th- and she thinks I'm a dentist. Yeah, and he's and he taking a drink. drink. He almost he almost chokes on the ice. Yeah, is what happens. Right. It's not even a spit right. take. It's a great move, though. Yeah. Richard Klein. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> um, and then he tells him, he tells him what's up. He's he tells like, him okay, he's been using I the name Jack Tripper. Right. Yeah. So now Jack is hip to what's happening. We dissolve again. To the next morning. To the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. The kids are around the breakfast table and they're all filled in, as we said earlier. Great, which yeah. is so handy. Thank you so much. Oh my god, maybe that's Michael Ross. Maybe that's <laughs> Michael Ross's input. He's like, listen, Bill, we gotta just jump in. <laughs> we don't need this all. There was another like ten minutes. I think, yeah, I think everything should be connected. No, Bill, Bill. Just dissolve. Michael, you, Make a dissolve. You don't, here every week. Just dissolve. You don't Bill. sit in the big chair every week, Michael. <laughs> uh, and oh and Th- they're talking about it, and Chris yeah. or Jack says, "Well, he never claimed to be a monk." And Chrissy's like, "Well, yeah, he did that one time. Yeah, that one time with the, the convent girl, girl the convent. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was pretty good. And uh, so he's got to break the news to Linda now. Yeah, he's got to call off this engagement. Yeah. So mm. now back to the Ropers. Oh my God! And he's Mrs. still trying Roper. to get the bird to say Stanley, but he keeps calling it a dumbbell. So you know mm-hmm. that's coming back to bite him in the ass later. Now, Mrs. Roper, a woman after my own heart, has gone huge mm-hmm. and bought a cake to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of her new spring outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Stanley says, if you want money, why don't you just ask me? Why are you going to make such a big deal out of everything? Yeah. And I'm like, applause to you, Helen. I love that you made a big deal out of everything. Yeah. I love it. I love a gal that really goes for it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Stanley – And then he sits down in his chair. He says he's exhausted. She says it's only 10 a.m. He says, yeah, but I've been listening to you since 7. And this right. is where he mugs to the, to the camera. camera. Maddie right. was a favorite part of the episode. Right. And then and he uh, – She he says that she to, does most things herself. You know what she means. You know what she's talking about. Most things. Most things. Herself. Yeah. But then Stanley starts talking about, well, how do they get to how the women are, what women are attracted to Stanley? Well, I think he just says that at some point. He's like, a lot of women find me attractive. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it was just like her not finding him attractive. Yeah. Okay. And then here's where we got something new to kind of put in the uh, whole threes company index or whatever. So then he says, what about Mrs. Wilson in 301? Okay. 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 Now, what does that tell you, Mattia? What does that tell you? Yeah. That Larry does – I don't know what apartment Larry lives in. But then that means there's a a four tenant ostensibly in this building. Yes, that's true too. That's true too. But also – We already knew that there was a fourth tenant because – Last episode, they said Maxine Devlin in 301 was might get a rent raised. Yeah. Right. So that means that 
Larry does not live in 301. Maxine Devlin lives in 301. But then Mrs. Wilson lives in 301. Mrs. Wilson. So either Maxine Devlin and Mrs. Wilson are roommates or Maxine Devlin has been evicted in just the past week. Maybe she couldn't afford the rent increase. Oh. Maybe Maxine Devlin is gone. Maybe she moved out. Such well, a great either way, to detail. very good attention to detail. <laughs> they have their, they are on their, top like, of it. what's it called? You know, their, um, you know, they could be sisters, yeah. and yeah. one of them keeps her, their husband, and then they got divorced. Talk to and kept it. <laughs> oh man, yeah, okay. There you I, go. Miss, I miss Maxine Devlin. Okay, well, this is <laughs> yeah. this is sh- I call shenanigans on how many units are in this building, right? Because right. Larry then either lives in like three oh two, yeah, or he lives in like four oh one. There can't there's be no way there's couples. a four story. No, because when you look at the building from the outside, I can I only see two stories and I can't imagine there's more than three. No. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Okay, so, okay. So he's like, What about Mrs. Wilson in three oh one? She and would find me attractive. She'd find me attractive and she says She's always smiling at me. He says, she's just showing off her new teeth. Yeah. And, then, and he says, the lady at the market's always giving him the eye. Yeah. Or always eyeing him. Always or, giving him that look. That look. And she says, not with her good eye. Yeah, not with her good eye. She's not. <laughs> oh, man. That was good, okay. good stuff. And then the bird calls him a dumbbell. And then the bird calls him a dumbbell. Which people love. Yeah, everyone loves that. Oh, my God. Now we're at the Regal Beagle again, and Jack and Linda, uh, Mrs. Tanner from Alf, yeah. are at the table, <laughs> and she's smoking a cigarette. Oh, the old-fashioned days. Yeah, <laughs> I love the old-fashioned days. I did too. Loved Look at that, just smoking, places. just being in a tavern so in an English oh, pub, fuck. having a cigarette so with yeah. Alf's mom. Yeah. Just like the old days. Just like the old days. It's like days. I always dreamed. Oh, <laughs> just like we used to. Man. Okay. This really is the best. Okay. So she's smoking and... So they have a brief conversation where they well, basically... They're both kind of like... He's kind of like trying to... Break get it up, to her. Yeah, right off the bat. Like yeah. it's happening. But yeah. like before he can even get to it, she breaks it off with him. Yeah. And then he's all like kind of offended a little bit. But then Larry busts in. Larry comes in thinking he needs to rescue Jack. So and he how is pretends he going to rescue Jack? By pretending to be gay. Yeah, he's going to pretend to be Jack's lover yeah. or something and be like, oh. oh. I have to say, <clears throat> now this was a bit cringy, but yeah. also very funny. And I, I kind of have to say I really like this moment for Larry and yeah. Jack. I thought it was very cute. Yeah. <laughs> But I love that Jack could immediately be like, all right, knock it off, Larry. We already talked. Yeah, they straightened that out right away. <laughs> yeah, that was easily <laughs> solved. So easy. That could have been He's a huge like, predicament. Everything's okay between me and Linda. Me and Linda. And, everything's fine. He's like, fine. oh, okay, great. And then he's like, I can't, you remember, you're a great, you must be a great lady. I can't believe you didn't mind that he was just going to marry you because he thought you were pregnant. Uh, also, gets it would have really yeah. been great if we could have given Mr. Roper an excuse to run into the Regal Beagle at the very moment that Larry's hitting on Jack. Oh, <laughs> oh, that would have been missed perfect. opportunity. Oh, my God. Well, uh, Lan- well Linda sends her cigarette right into Jack's beer. 
Yeah. That's what happens. Great. Great move. That is a good move. Quality move. The two. I feel like her timing was fantastic. Her Mm -hmm. attitude was great. She just owned the screen. I get why she ends up becoming a TV a TV mom to be reckoned with. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No problems with the performance whatsoever. No. I'm just wondering about the character's reaction. yeah, she overreacted a little bit. No, I think she overreacted a little bit. What but I like how she overreacted. Me too. I, yeah. It was believable enough. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I was just like, well, I mean, I don't know. I didn't know if it was that. I didn't know if it was worth putting out a cigarette in his beer. No, you know? not really. Okay, uh, anyway. so we're back at the kids' apartment. Uh, Roper's fixing the window. Uh-huh. And, uh... The girls are leaving for the beagle. Yeah, they leave. And he's alone in the apartment. Cracks open a beer. The phone's ringing. Yeah, but he has that great line where he's like, I gotta fix this window. Where's that thing, I need? The thing I need? Oh, here it is. And it's a beer. It's a beer. <laughs> that was a great line. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Yeah. Okay. And then he picks up the phone. And then it's like... Is it- it's Sandra. Sandra? Is it? Right? Because then he's like, oh, no, no. Like he loses whoever. Oh, he's someone that calls and obviously asks if Jack lives there. And he says yes. And then they hang up. Which we're supposed to infer. Wait, are we, do we infer or do we? I don't think we know yet. It's implied. Implied. It's implied we infer. We're supposed to infer that it is the father of Sandra. Right. But we wouldn't know that yet. No. We're just We wouldn't know that. But it's information. This is fine that really. Before he showed up. To make sure that's where he lives. 30 seconds before he showed up. And that he's there. I mean. I just This is the kind of episode that rewards repeat you know, so then you can go back. <laughs> Once you know all its secrets, really all its mysteries, you, you go back and you so see how kind. deep it is. Oh, how sure. deep the performances go. <laughs> okay, I hope so. I have a friend who advocates for me <laughs> as hard as you do for Three's Company. So he okay. hangs up. So he hangs We're up. We're back at the Beagle again. Back at the Beagle. Um, and there's a phone call. Yeah, a lot of phone calls. calls. And the bartender, what's his name? Mike. Mike? Is that it? Mike. Mike, the bartender, gets it. He says it's for Jack. And yeah. they're like, wait a minute. Which Jack? Which Jack? He asks and he says the pilot The pilot and part-time dentist or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Larry goes, gets the call from Sandra Boyd. She's like, I'm not pregnant. Not pregnant. I messed up the dates. Messed it right up. But also. Uh-oh. I sold the ring you gave me for $500. Because and, apparently right. she, he gave her the wrong ring, you guys. And my dad's coming over to kick your ass. And my dad's really pissed at you. Why and, did she tell her dad her period was late? Yeah. Is that not weird to anyone oh, else? I mean, Sandra. Listen, the whole thing's we're not weird. supposed to stop and ask. No, you're right. You're right, not. right. Don't stop. Don't stop. And, uh... And then Larry Larry realizes that he gave her his real ring. Oh. oh man, what a bummer. And then uh then we go back to the apartment. Mm-hmm. Roper hammers his finger uh and there's a knock at the door. This is just the tag scene though. This this is the, the tag, yeah, that was yeah. the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. Then this is this the, the whole tag. tag scene. Yeah, Roper hammers his finger. 
Drops the hammer on his toe. Drops the hammer on his toe. There's a knock at the door. It's Sandra Boyd. It's Mr. Boyd. Mr. Boyd. And Who he's like, like, Jack Tripper? Yes. And he's like, yes, but. And then Mr. Boyd just barges in, chases Mr. Roper around the couch for how long? 27 seconds? So I mean, it seemed like weeks. It was just way too long. Oh, they yeah. go around that couch and, at and least six us- times before it. Before <laughs> it's it, like, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Our last Paddikins <laughs> of the episode is played by a gentleman named Ted Gehring, and he got his start way, way back in 1965, but has literally, like, I want to say close to. It looks like. Maybe like 200 credits. Wow. Yeah, 177 Can credits. You tell me this guy wow. had yeah. never acted a day in his life and they just pulled him off the street. I would have been like, yep. <laughs> he worked a lot in shows like Hill Street wow. Blues, Matlock, Hunter, The Fall Guy, Highway to Heaven, Scarecrow and Mrs. King, Fantasy oh. Island, Simon and Simon, Deuce of Hazard, Magnum P.I. He was in two ABC after school specials. Oh, God. Oh, the A-team, the greatest so American hero, Quincy M.E., T.J. Hooker, Alice. He's in everything. He was on everything we ever watched as kids. Yeah. This guy's the most Including famous person Dallas. in the world. He's got to play something. He's got to play something. Babe, I can't eat while I'm in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're almost done. We're almost done. We're almost done. Okay. We just, okay, so that's, just it. that's it the end of the episode. That's it. Yeah. Okay. And so, Dominomine Vu's, everybody. What do you think, Matteo? You know, it's funny because I know how Jinx felt about the episode because she told me before we even I even watched mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I have to say it wasn't as bad as, as Jinx had made it out to be. <laughs> no, it wasn't I'm that bad. I'm actually going to give it three Dominomini Boos out of five, and I'll tell you, because I feel like we may have just hit Three's company, the show that we know, yeah. as it yeah. was and is, yeah. in this episode. I feel like this is the first time. Yeah. It was much better oh, on the second there. viewing. I think you're right. Like Larry, I, yeah. Chrissy, Ropers, Ropers, Jack, Janet, everybody's like doing their thing. You got Paddockins popping in. You got characters. You got a girlfriend. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. And it was it was the height of that of the whole farcical mm-hmm. bullshit. It really was all there. Yep. Wait. So what did you give it? Give it three. Yeah, I'm I, gonna I give it three out of I'm five. I'm gonna give it three out of. Three. I only go out of four, but I'm going to go three out of four. Oh, you got four Wait, points? Wait, is that out of five? Wow. It's out of five. Oh, okay. Then three out of five. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I give it well, my system is five, but you've been using the Star Search Star system, which is out of four. That's right. Wow. <laughs> oh, but I'm still going to give it... I'm still going to give it a three. Yeah. Three and right. quarter stars. Three and, no and zero quarters. and no quarter stars. Yeah. No Three quarters? No quarters. Okay. So I'm going to give it. Tucker, where are you putting this one? I'm going to give it four and no quarter dominominate boots. Wow. Okay. That's pretty high. I'm, pretty, high. Wow. I'm pretty excited. Uh, you know, it seems like, yeah, I, I feel like we're getting there. Yeah. Things are looking up. Things are looking like, like we've been in the headed. trenches all this time. You know, it's been a it's been a rough patch. It's been a slog. No, it's been all right. No, it's been yeah. It's been but yeah, guys, I have feels... a tingle. Mm-hmm. You have a tingle? 
And as I reach, as I reach down <gasps> to figure out what that tingle is, I'm pulling out my crystal balls, and I. <gasps> it's Madame Material. Time to make a prediction, <laughs> darling. Next week's episode. Gaze into your crystal okay. balls and tell us what days of beer and weeds is about. Days of beer and weeds. Plural. Plural. God, that is so weird. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to say Jack and Larry mm-hmm, throw mm-hmm. are planning to throw a big party. Like they want to really do a rager. Oh, okay. And they've got to sneak things into the apartment past the ropers. And uh, Janet, uh, Chrissy can't keep her big mouth shut. <laughs> Uh, because she's she doesn't get to invite people it. that she wants. She, Wait, Chrissy she wants people Chrissy. at this party that, that Janet and Jack don't like. And so she threatens <laughs> to derail the whole thing the other way. <laughs> okay. This is a great episode. This is a great episode. I'm bringing in every cast. Member. I like that. I'm, I'm like, I got plots, right? I just write down as best I can and then just don't look at it again. So right. and then, then I come back. I'm like, um, it's, it's kind, kind of this. Of something. Like, <laughs> You really want to hear what he said? Go for that last episode. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Okay, that's going to be a good episode. I look forward to that. Uh, all right. Any, well, any anything else? Any other um, interesting trivia or anything like that you want to share? No, what? no. I just wanted to um, just wanted to say that this is this is the time when we end the episode like we always do. <laughs> right just like we always do which is which is in that that one manner that we've all come to agree and share as the end the official end of our podcast and that yes. is when we we all say well we, well, we all we love you <laughs> Thank you.